Barbie is a fashion doll created by American businesswoman Ruth Handler, manufactured by American toy company Mattel and launched in 1959. That's what it says on the Wikipedia page. I didn't grow up with Barbies. There's a film about it now. Uh But is the film Pretty in Pink or have we had Ken Off? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Pop Scorn. Welcome to Popscorn, the fan statement movie review podcast, and today we are reviewing Barbie because, yes, we have absolutely no self-awareness about who was the audience for that movie. I'm still Mike. And I'm still Darren. I I don't know. I think it started to transcend. Started. It has definitely transcended. It's a billion dollar movie. Good God almighty. Would you want to be depressed right up top? Go on. This is the first time ever in the history of Hollywood where a movie directed by a woman has made a billion dollars. We are a dreadful society. What is wrong with us? We got there in the end. That's we did. That shouldn't have taken this long. No, it should not have. But who knew that this was the... Imagine if you told yourself that five years ago, mm. that the Barbie movie, yep. with Mattel's fingerprints all over it, mm. directed by a woman, would be a massive crossover hit that everyone loves. Yes, as well as half of the, we have to address it, half of the Barbenheimer phenomenon. This was a fun joke eight months ago. Oh, have you seen that they've already tried to recreate it? Yes, Saw Patrol. Ugh. This is the thing, you know when brands just come and start coming and start doing things that we're already naturally yes. making jokes about and yes. it just ceases to be funny. Yes. The only time that has ever worked was the Spider-Man pointing. That is it. Yes. Like... We all wanted to see that photo. Thank you. But even now, it's becoming a bit overdone with the Spider-Man pointing thing. Um, Chief among which, uh, surprised this movie didn't immediately bomb after Matt Hancock felt the need to do a TikTok of him doing the Ken song. I I lived a good life before that, and uh, I wish I could return to it. Oh, I've avoided seeing it at all. Someone said, oh, have you seen it? I was like, no, and nor do I care to. Some prick put it on their Instagram story, so I've I've seen it, and I I hate all of it. I hate all of it. I also hate all the Tories, so it kind of fits. Speaking of stuff we don't hate, mm. Barbie. Yes. I mean, you've assumed I don't hate it. Oh, I... that is a very good point. We haven't yes. talked about their feelings after it. None but... whatsoever. Um, well, I liked it. And I also really liked Happy it. Happy days. Um, good. I, the first thing that we need to address with this is that I have no idea who this movie is for. No. But I appreciate it to hell oh, and back. This thing, I, I appreciate it on a very shallow level. Mm. I get confused about what the message is. I get confused about who they made the movie for. <laughs> Just like, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand. Only because, I mean, here is the perfect. I'm assuming you saw this with your wife. I did. Yes. Um. What I also did that. We we did the the gallery at Showcase. And we oh, got our, fancy! Got Hello, our big box of chocolate. Yeah, it was yeah. mostly to keep away from all the children in the audience. Ah. That children who had questions. Yeah, I did. Movie. Oh, yeah, I did. My Christ. Um, the, I, I mostly noticed that the audience was made up of two very, very distinct groups uh-huh. below us, whilst me and my wife were absolutely pissing ourselves laughing. It was made up of single mums who were really angry about this not being two hours of easy childcare. Yes. And uh, angry men who are toxic as fuck. And and never the two shall mix no. until Barbie. Yes, because some basically everybody left apart from me and my wife with a reason to complain. But the lobby was full of people in pink. Like mm. this, this was like as close to a phenomenon as it comes. I would say so. Yes. So I just I wonder who it's for, given the box office, given that people like me and you loved it. Yes. Because we're not the target audience. No way, shape, or form are we the target audience, but. Well, it's always been a, like everything about this is like you know you see something that you can't explain but you still like it. Like yes. your brain cannot figure out what you like about something, mm. but you like it. I don't know, I've come away with questions, and like I said, it's a very I, I enjoy it on a surface level. Mm. I think if I started thinking about it, I might not dislike it, but it fall apart a little bit. But like, look at the cast they were able to put together, right? Like. It, it must be Greta Gerwig's, like, pulling power, basically. Mm. 
but she can her name alone carries the gravitas needed to get Margot Robbie and yes. Ryan Gosling, <laughs> serious Ryan Gosling, to sign up to be Ken. In did, a did you hear movie. how Ryan Gosling agreed to no, play the I role did of Ken? Not. It's a brilliant story. Um, he was offered the role, like Greta Gerwig reached out to him and said, look, I'm doing the Barbie movie. I really want you to be Ken. Will you at least consider it? And yes. Ryan was like, eh, maybe I'm not overly bothered about yeah, doing yeah. a brand movie. It's not my thing. And then his daughter was playing with Barbies, right? And had had um, in the middle of like a, a like a storm or bad weather, yeah. Had elected to leave her Ken doll in the rain, face down in a puddle. He took a photo of it, sent it to sent it to Greta Gerwig, and said, "I will be your Ken. I need to tell this man's story." <laughs> Love oh, that is that. wonderful. Yep. <laughs> Happy days. Okay, he got the Ken energy. Kennedy. Kennedy. Let me be on brand straight away. That is wonderful. See, it's been a mystifying story from. I mean, when that first trailer came out, which turns out is just the opening two minutes of the movie. Yep. Ever since that came out, I was like, what the fuck is yeah, this film? Who is this for? I still can't answer that question, but I'm like, it's great. I don't know what's in your magical pixie drink, but I like it. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, right. Shall we get some casting underway? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, well done you. I just don't dislike anything she's done. And uh, is this what it means to be Stan? I just. It must be. I, my I just. Friend. I would go to anything if she's in it now. Yes. Because even when I am not the target audience, I don't understand what she's doing. Yes. And I'm very confused about where I am. I still think she's great in pretty much everything. Yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, other than it just being from pin-dicked idiots, hmm. trying to convince everybody that Margot Robbie is mid. Right? Right? What movie are you watching, that? Like a... Look, you can hate The Suicide Squad, either of them, as much as you like. Go for it. With one of them, you're totally correct to do so, and the other one, you're an idiot. Yes. She's never the bad thing. She's definitively the Harley Quinn character. Oh, I don't even mean like as an actress. People are trying to convince other men that she is a, a hard five. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this movie even like, has to go out of its way at some point when she's going like, I don't feel like stereotypical Barbie pretty. And Helen Mirren as the narrator has to go and say, note to casting directors, you cannot cast Margot Robbie if you want to effectively make this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, lads, lads, You know lads. We're like how some lizards sometimes get like hard calluses develop over their eyes and yes. they need assistance taking them off? That. That, only half of the population of men online. It, it, they're just so butthurt that the, the Barbie movie, as an affront to them, is making money and yeah. now they're going for every angle they can think oh, of. Oh, no, them. women are enjoying themselves. Uh, I'm personally affected by this. Lad, you really need to watch this movie because... They go out of their way to make that point that you're the, you're the problem here. <laughs> and you don't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah this, that film has no interest in resolving the point of like, men really don't matter, do they? Yeah, just fuck them. So yeah, fantastic here, does great, embodies the character and gives it everything you'd think a Barbie would do, but then gives so much more else on the side as well. Which is, oh. A perfect choice for a movie where... Uh, the idea is that Barbie begins to be imperfect in in the sense that she has that manic energy brought over from her other roles. You can see shades of Harley Quinn and Tonya Harding throughout this character as almost like the the, the plot demands for some kind of mask to fall. Yes. And it really suits her. And, And yet also, like you say, she's basically an Olympian goddess. So it, it only lends more, you know, cadence to the performance of just this larger-than-life, perfectly moulded figure from another yes. world. Like, yeah, that's that's Margot Robbie. Yeah. That is Margot Robbie. Perfectly I cast. Loved it to bits. Just don't get it. However, as much as she wants to be the star of this show, and she probably is on paper. Oh, here come the men. Sorry. I, 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 I know, I know that's a it's, bad start, but... We already weren't the audience for this movie. And we may as well take something familiar away with it. Yes. And that we're both going to agree that our favourite performance in the Barbie movie was The Man. (laughs) I know what Margot Robbie can do and she's been in these roles before. Mm. I 
I, I was really struggling. I was like, have I ever watched, other than The Notebook, have I ever watched a Ronnie Gosling movie? Because, <laughs> like, I haven't seen Crazy Stupid Love. I haven't seen Drive. I haven't seen Blade Runner, whichever one he was in. 2049. 2049. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a Ryan Gosling movie other than oh, The shit. Notebook. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> My God, he's good here. He's so much fun. So stupid. <laughs> I love everything about him. I love that his job is beach. <laughs> yeah, he's the best at beach. I love that he thought... <laughs> Oh, I love that he thought patriarchy was just about horses. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite thing above all else, though, that he thinks the peak of manliness is Sylvester Stallone yes. in a mink coat. And then I thought, <laughs> well, what else would be more peak manliness, Darren? <laughs> That's the correct answer. That's the manliest thing he's possible to be. He's sliced alone in a fur coat. Oh, man. The- he gets some killer laughs as well. All the way through, so consistent. Like I, I think the the one that got me the hardest was, "Do you mind if I play this guitar at you?" <laughs> Just absolutely killer dialogue. Him singing the Matchbox Twenty song, I was like, "Where have I heard this song from yep. before?" And then it occurred to me. Oh, well, there it is. It was a Weird Al song. Ah, that's with most half of my cultural references. I got it from Weird Al. Yep. Um. I, I loved, no notes, loved everything about yep, it. Zero notes. Brilliant. Hilarious all the way through. Like, doesn't let up in he needs to be the comic foil so that all the serious stuff that Margot and the rest of the cast in America Ferrara are doing, mm. l- like, can stand alone and does have that necessary impact of, like, when he does that switch. That there is no redeeming of Ken here. No, nor no. Should, nor does there need to be. <laughs> He's just he's just God's perfect idiot, and that's okay. He really is, and that's great. I liked also that the fact that he's like when he turns evil and turns heel, he turns into Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yes, let me just get that for you real quick for a visual <laughs> reference. Um, I need. I think I actually understand that one, so that's okay. Yeah. But I do want to see. He it just still. he just turned into Hollywood yep. Hulk Hogan. Yep, yep, yep. Black with white lightning everywhere. I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's that's peak NWO '90s Hogan there. And if you're gonna turn evil. Be Terry Bollea. That makes all the sense in the fucking world. I also love that, like, <laughs> the plot of the movie, because I sent you some out-of-context spoilers, as yes, I often do. Did. The, the The entire plot was Ken gets red-pilled. <laughs> that yeah. was the plot. Yeah. There's a lot of red-pill in this, actually, when you think yeah. about it. It's like, Ken gets red-pilled, there's a Matrix reference from yes. the weird Barbie, and that there's you can a, only take the red-pill. There's a lot of deep, like, like that, that the trailer thing that's also the opening... Did Barbie need an almost shot-for-shot homage to fucking 2001? Again, I don't know how many eight-year-olds there were in the audience that that recognised what was going on. Ah, Kubrick, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Hand me my minstrels. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair. Like, that's that's just so many weird decisions, but it all goddamn works. Um, Yeah, I, I... I love him. I love all the ancillary Kens that come out of this. The ancillary Kens are great. Weirdly enough, Ben's, uh, Kingsley Benadir. Yes. Also, now, now I thought he was Beach Ken, uh, so I got that wrong. It turns out he is Basketball Ken. Ah, what's Simi Lou? Uh, he's Tourist Ken. Right. I mean, that's a fucking film there, isn't it? Ryan Gosling, Simu, uh, Simu Liu, uh, Kingsley Benadir, and Doctor-to-be Shooty Gatwa. Yes. Like, and Chris Evans' brother. Yes, Scott Evans, a stereotypical Ken. So he's not even he's not even no, main Ken. No. Ryan Gosling couldn't even get main Ken. He I had to be beach Ken. Don't know why this hadn't occurred to me when we were watching Shang Chi, but I came out and went, "Good God, Simi Liu's an attractive man." Mm. Like I, I, I don't know what he was because like, Rachel was like, "Oh yeah, I've been aware of that since Shang Chi. Like he's <laughs> a beautiful man." It hadn't occurred to me till this point. You need but... to put him in a tank top. That's all it takes. Yes. It's like oh the guns, and then yep. there it is. Loved it. I love every single goddamn... And, and uh, obviously Big Match John turns up as well. Yes, Big Match. Which is lovely. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, right? The internet's already picked up on this. Um, so Julie Leaper's in the movie. Yes. And she plays one of the Barbie mermaids. Yes. Or all of the Barbie mermaids, I think, because there's multiple. Yes. John Cena yes. gets to be the Ken maid. Yes. And got... Merman. 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 <laughs> and got the far superior wig. I feel like... The, <laughs> I, I've Felt like I read somewhere that that's like justified because, like, well, no, he, she's you would give her plastic because she's playing a mermaid, it's got to be water resistant, I guess. But yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense because, but, but Big Match John doing his, his best, yeah. um, uh, Bret Hart impression, yeah, Bret Hart with the that's the long curly that's hair, that's Ric Flair, that's Rick, no, not Ric Flair, well, 
Bret Hart doesn't have blonde hair. Does for he a not? Kickoff. No, oh, no, okay. No. Who am I? No. I must be. I must be thinking. You're thinking of, like, of eighties prime. Eighties Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Fair that hair had more sex with women than we did. So that's <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, everything about it. Love it. I mean, the ancillary Barbies also get their like. I should start calling him ancillary. That feels mean. <laughs> other, other. The other Barbies also. I did not realize that journalist Barbie is Lila from the Umbrella Academy. Oh my god, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I've never seen her with like anything other than short hair and an English accent. So it just kind of threw me. Oh wow. Okay. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. Oh, Fair enough. Well, yeah. this cast is more stacked than I thought it was. There was me watching the entire movie. It took till the end until I went. That's Mad Fat Diary Woman. Yes. That hadn't occurred. I was like, I know she's been in something, <laughs> but... Storm from Apocalypse yep, X-Men yep. movies. You've got Alexandra Ship in this. You've got... I mean, there's there's sex education people up and down in this movie. And they're the two Barbies that... like They're the Barbie and Ken that, yeah. at the end. I was like... Apparently, that is how Greta Gerwig became aware of them and wanted to cast them. But you sense. also get... Like, they get a third... Um, Sex Education alum in this. It's, uh, oh Christ, where's his name? Connor Swindles, who plays like an employee at Mattel. Yes. So, like, uh, they literally just took everybody but Ace of uh, he, He's fine, he doesn't need to He work. doesn't need it. Um, oh, there was another one I wanted to mention in the Barbie thing. Hang on a second, which one was it? Oh, it, Rob Brydon just turning up for a second. <laughs> That's a spoiler, but yeah, Rob Brydon's a Ken. He's a sugar daddy Ken. How did they get aware? <laughs> Rob Bright. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, lad. Like, I, I mean, it's it's a shame there isn't more reverence to be paid for, for the version of Ken that Tom Stewarton played, um, who is another English comedian and actor, because he played Earring Magic Ken, uh, oh, which is the yes, um, the one where Mattel did not realise what it is the gay men were wearing at rave clubs, and very much gave Ken a cock ring necklace. Ipsy Pipsy. <laughs> I love that story so much. Literally, it is known as Gay Ken, which is the best thing. Good job. I feel like there's no end of praise I have for the cast. Like, it all works. Well, okay, there's, there's the two that, like, drive the plot along, I guess. Let's mm. talk about them. Which is America Ferrara. Ferrara? Ferrara? Uh, Let's call the whole thing off. Um, Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty and her daughter, played by Ariana Greenblatt, who yes. I feel like I've seen in something else, but I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. You have. Apparently that thing is Avengers Infinity War. Who the hell was she in Infinity oh, War? Oh, young Gamora. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You could have also seen it. Did you see Love and Monsters from 2020? No. Did you see 65? You did see 65. She's the girl in 65. There you go. That's who she is. Oh, have you seen 65 yet? Uh, no, I've got it on streaming, ready to go. I'm looking forward to wasting two hours of my life. Hey, I thought it was fine. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you would. You're predisposed. It's 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 Kylo Ren and dinosaurs. Of course, I was pretty surprised. Yep. Um, so they, mild spoiler. I guess you get this in the trailers. Yeah. At some point, Barbie's got to go from Barbie world to the real world, and don't bother trying to think about how that happens because no. the movie doesn't really bother doing. It's that. not interested. In and if you just roller skate hard enough on Malibu Beach, you will eventually hit the portal. Yes, it's like a Back to the Future situation, I guess. Yes. Um, and they are the mother and daughter. That's like basically causing the problems in the Barbie world mm. unintentionally and they need to rediscover what it is to be a mother and daughter I guess yeah it's it's shaky if you think about it it's a tenuous excuse to do a a, a very feminist heavy comedy yes and you can't talk about the movie without talking about the feminist message yes I don't feel like me and you particularly kind of like oh, no. uh, in, what's the word I'm looking for like qualified, qualified to to ha- to lead no. that discussion, but I'm I'm just going to tell you here, there is a message, and it, it 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 could not be more in your face about what the message is. Well, this is the, the main the main thrust of it. because mm. oh, basically, quite neatly, they have America Ferrara just give a speech in the middle of like Act oh three, yeah 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 like, as subtle as a sledgehammer. She just starts reading out somebody's Tumblr posts. Like it carries the weight it needed to, and it's like it just spells it out like. If you were missing what this movie was about... Here it is, lads. Here it is, lads. And, like, it's a good message. Yeah. And, it, and I feel like, yeah, he plays better to our wives than it did to us because, I mean, we're the thing they're mad at. Yes. Which, you know, fair. Um, <laughs> it, it just... Because that one's crystal clear. It's all the other messages around it that I'm like, 
what were we saying mm. here? Like, that's my only my only real problem coming out of this movie is there's a few messages that I'm not, like, crystal clear on. Again, could be because we're not the target audience. Yeah. So that's fine. But we'll, Makes we'll sense. discuss those after spoilers. I think they do a good enough job. It's 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 weird that they go to the real world, but it doesn't stop being a slightly heightened premise. Yes. Like Will Ferrell plays the head of Mattel, and a Betty Hill sketch breaks out when he's trying to stop Barbie from escaping. Yes. Which is... A thing. Odd. Yeah. Like, this isn't like... I'm trying to think of an example of, like, they come to the real world, and, oh, my God, it's real now. Um, Enchanted, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not treated as, like, a... Record scratch. Oh my god, you're in the real world now. It's mm. still very much a wacky comedy there. Mm. Like it doesn't stop being a bit surrealist whilst it's there, mm. which I felt like might have helped a bit with the juxtaposition. It might have done, but I think we, we you get enough of that in the Barbie Land stuff because yeah. those sets, my god. Apparently, they use so much of the specific Barbie pink, mm. it caused a worldwide shortage of the color. Incredible. Good job, lads. That's fantastic. Well done. I mean, production design-wise, this thing Oh, is... it's going to win something. My God, it's got to win uh-huh. something. It's it it's so wonderfully fake and yet real. You know what I mean? Like, yes. That's very clearly big physical sets yes. that are entirely single-use plastic, and yes. that's absolutely what we were going for. Uh-huh. Bad for the environment, mind. Oh, horrific. But, I mean, it, it, it did its job. Um, I, I am... Full of praise for script. It is one of the funniest. Might even be the funniest movie of the year. I'm struggling to think of a. I think it is. I think well, like is Guardians was was funny. Yeah, but that's like its secondary thing. It's like, also going for action and I've, everything else. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've still got Marcel the Shell higher than this, and that's a comedy. But it's not. It's very much like a heartfelt comedy. This yes. was just an absolute raucous laugh fest, and. And and what I can't talk. I mean, I can talk about it here, but I prefer to talk about it in spoilers. That is entirely due to the musical number. Oh my god! I forgot to mention that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just Ken. There's us thinking that Peaches has got the Oscar on lock. Yeah, and nope. now all of a sudden there's competition. Um, <laughs> I loved everything. I loved the dance routine around it. Yes, I the... just want to be constantly doing this all the time. <laughs> the fact that it's basically a war. Like that's why I sent you a picture of Hamilton because it's a musical number inside of Civil War. There you go. That's what that one was. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's like so good. I imagine that's how they got. I know you've just told the story, but that must have been the the deal clencher for uh, Ryan Gosling. Of like, you will get to sing a song. Yes, and it's. A... <laughs> It's it's Ken lamenting that he anywhere else he'd be a ten and he why isn't he Knuff and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's literally why am I a beta the musical? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so and good. And the good thing is the movie doesn't bother to like expunge that by the no. end of the movie. It's like no, Ken still doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. she's not gonna she's not gonna end up with this douchebag. What do you no, think's gonna happen? It's not gonna become Ken and Barbie, is it? No, Ken's still shit and that's fine. <laughs> um, oh, we missed out Alan. Alan, yes, Alan, like. It's wonderful. Uh, I love that um, there's there's a scene where Scott Pilgrim 1.5 breaks out for a split second. Oh, yeah. I've oh, seen, yeah. um, uh, well, I've forgotten his name. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah just start wailing over Kent. Yep. I didn't realise that Alan was a real thing. Yeah. They just invented a buddy for him. That's the, that's the beautiful thing about this movie is that it very much, it does a very truncated version of the entire history of this fucking doll yeah. at one point, which is real good. The thing, the thing, and I can only talk about it with the advantage of spoilers, but yes. like, I want to say, I can't believe a, a movie this upbeat, colourful, funny, is so amazingly cynical. Oh, it, yeah. It does not give a single fuck about anything it is doing, and that somehow works in its favour. It, it's It's mad. The, well, this is it's good news, right? Because it's clearly made by someone who gave as much slavish attention to this as they did, like into the Spider Verse levels of like callbacks, references. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything is a reference to something else. That this is still let's not move away from this a toy film. Yes, like say what you will about it, but like every toy store you walk past, they've made sure that you know that there's Barbies in there. Mm. There's been Barbies in there for sixty years, but now you really know there's Barbies in yep. there. It's enlightening that. Mattel must have gone right, which in the same way they imagine Lego did. They were like, they got someone on board who understood the appeal and just said, 
go and make a good movie. Mm. Don't make a commercial. Don't make, you know, uh, like the Playmobil movie or whatever. Go and make something that people will actually enjoy and will enjoy the benefits off the back of that. Kind of same thing with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. They went, you understand this better than the suits do. Mm. It's a lesson that Disney could soon be learning, it right? sure could, right? right? Apparently, not to speak some positives to the Marvels, mm. but the person who directed that was like out-nerding everybody. Like, oh, wow. literally deep-rooted nerd person. Excellent. And Kevin Feige was having to reel her back in a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, why? It's a nerd movie. <laughs> it's a sequel to, the, to your worst movie on the Eternals. Fucking let her go for it. Because then you it. get stuff like this. Yep. This is a good advert for Marvel to go back to what they were fucking doing. Yes. Of saying, let your directors, give them enough rope to hang themselves, basically. Mm. Let them go out on a limb. Don't be so worried, like... Cause this is not a movie, like, that we've seen recently where, oh, this needs to launch a thousand other boats. We need to get all the other Mattel. Like, Action Man doesn't turn up at the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> we need to talk to you about the toy, the Toys R Us initiative. <laughs> that would have been fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, this is not a, a platform now for Mattel to have a shared universe. Oh, yeah, universe. they're not. They're not do, yeah, I was going to say, they're not doing the other MCU. Yeah. It's not happening. Although they have greenlit so many fucking movies. I am not surprised. But, like, it, if we get this high quality of stuff, I'm like, I don't mind a bit of corporate synergy. You mm. know what I mean? I don't mind it being... I mean... No way can you drive away from this being a commercial property. This isn't an independent movie. This isn't like some wonderful, wholesome thing. It's still there to sell stuff. Oh, yeah. But if they were smart, the first thing they'd be doing is going to get Stallone to make an action man movie. Oh, hell yeah. And I mean Stallone now. Making a movie about Stallone in the 80s. (laughs) As long as he wears a fair coat at some point, I'm going to feel good about that decision. Yeah, if it's... This is the problem. It's never been like, oh, no these things can't work Lego for fucking decades video games and movies and like yes it can still be cynical but oh, it can yeah. still be good oh yeah the two don't are not mutually exclusive you know what I mean they can you can have something that is both mm. so I hope this is good news yeah everyone realises okay we don't need everything to be an interconnected mess we, we can don't... just have fun movies that are an hour yeah. and 40 and end yeah. And oh that's fine. god that was brisk oh my god oh that was love that was delightful I was yep. like wait are we wrapping up like, this feels third acty when we're, we're doing the beach bit. I'm like, hmm. oh, I get to go home and have the rest of my evening. Cool. Yep. Like, if this was Oppenheimer, we wouldn't. This is the halfway mark. <laughs> You've seen Oppenheimer. I have. Uh, how much should I go and see Oppenheimer? Yeah, uh, you tell me if you thought it was brilliant or whatever, but like, should I go watch it on the yes. biggest screen possible? Uh, I saw it on a standard screen and that was good enough, but right. I did see it close to the front. You fucking man. Not in the front three rows. Oh, okay. like, you know, like the first raised row behind the right. disabled seats. Okay. That's where I watched it. Jeez. And a normal screen is enough for me there. But you right. should go and see it. <sighs> but it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. And there's only a little bit of a sex scene to keep me going and then some explosions. <laughs> oh, the out of context spoilers you sent me for Oppenheimer were brilliant. <laughs> Tits. <laughs> What does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> <laughs> right, um, hardy recommendation. Huge recommendation. This somehow is a top five movie so far. I would say so. Let me have a quick look. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say this is a top five movie. Mm. Like I said, I don't, I don't enjoy it on anything other than a bit, a pretty much a superficial level. But God, I've missed comedies. Yeah, do you remember comedies? Comedies were great. Remember when Anchorman came out? Yeah. That was a fun time. It was wonderful. The first one. I mean, the second, sequel's fine. One's, it's the best legacy sequel other than, yes. well, less, best comedy legacy sequel anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. High recommendation. Like, we enjoyed it again, despite being, if anything, the uh, the audience they were targeting against. Yes. So we still haven't got it. Here, so, <laughs> yeah. Good job. And I mean, it's been a bit of a barren run at the cinema at the second, so... It's not likely to end anytime soon. No, because we've got. Well, I mean, I've watched Indiana Jones. Mm. That was I enjoyed it seemingly more than the the consensus did. Mm. But everyone's just waiting for Disney Plus. Like everyone's like, yeah, don't need to watch Elemental Disney Plus. Yeah. Don't need to watch Haunted Mansion Disney Plus. I mean, Haunted Mansion for sure. But like, I mean, the Elemental thing that is that is much a bigger problem for Pixar. It's like, yeah, they've already devalued themselves by putting both Luke and Soul on there, but yes. then releasing shit like onwards to the cinema. Everyone else has stolen a march in them as well. Everyone else 
god inventive. Yep. And now Pixar are the are the beast to be slain. Like the, this year, like I mean, the Spider Man sequel, obviously, yes, obviously, Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots. How God, you've... and and now the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all fresh movies. You let Illumination steal a march on you. Yep. The people who weren't even being subtle about the fact that they were into cash into the highest bidder. Yep. They've put out a brilliant movie that everyone fucking likes. Pixar yep. lads. Yep. Sort your shit <laughs> What if the elements had feelings? We don't care. Here's Mario, Spider-Man. I didn't care when the feelings had feelings. What would I care about? <laughs> but he, oh, what does, what does this blade of grass feel? <laughs> So much so that, like, isn't their next big gamble in a big gamble? Isn't their next thing inside out too? Because we've literally run out of ideas. Apparently, yeah. Uh, no, they they put out a trailer for a new one that looked like semi interesting. I thought that was a the alien one. Wish is that I, the one? I don't know. Oh, the hang on, the alien one. Which one's the so, alien one? So, so the woman worked for the FBI. Aliens get into a computer and talk to her. They have kids on it at the time and says, "Yes, I'm the leader," and he gets transported to. Alien. Oh, okay. Cool. I had no idea that was a thing. Paraphrasing. I think that's Pixar. They'll always have Toy Story, but they'll never be Spider. Oh yeah, because again, Toy Story five. (laughs) Oh fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, You had to remind me about that, didn't you? Yep. 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 We had we rolled the dice before, Mm. and it just about worked. Just about worked. What are you expecting? Lightyear didn't work. Nope. Like leave, leave, leave him alone, lads. Mm. Let it die, please, please. Your picks. Your Pixar. Invent yep. something else. Yep. Anyway. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, there's not a whole lot to spoil. There isn't. I, I do want to talk a little bit more about, like, the messaging in the movie. Yes. So, the patriarchy is toxic and evil. Yes. We can all agree that. That's Good. fine. Big tick. <laughs> Ken comes into the real world and realises men are in charge. Yes. And instantly becomes a douchebag, which is great. Big tick. Ken then takes patriarchy back to barbie with him and goes this is great check out what happens like in 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 the in the real world all the men do this and we can and we're in charge and we have we can have a sports bar we can put up swinging doors on our house we can get huge flat screen tvs playing footage of horses (laughs) non-stop non-stop love it say what you will about patriarchy Took over Barbie Land real quick. The the bit that I struggled with, and I know that it was key for the plot, was and the other Barbies go along with it. Yeah, that they very quickly got brainwashed yeah. by by the the, the Ken by by what the movie is telling you is the worst Ken. Yes, because he's the one that really can't get any Barbie's attention. No. And he somehow led a uh, a red pill revolution, as it were, in like twenty minutes flat. Yeah. Yeah, see the, the the message coming out of it that I struggled with. Your point is very right because like like they have Kate McKinnon weird Barbie at some point say mm. you're either brainwashed or you're ugly. There's no in between. You're like, fine, okay, but that's still yeah, you're right. That still doesn't explain why President Barbie real quickly goes to like, okay, Ken, whatever you say. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like for, for a movie about female empowerment. The, the second Margot Robbie leaves the room, everything going to shit isn't a great message. But like, you're not helping yourself when you're saying like, "Oh, women yeah. are just feeble-minded." And the second that men tell them what to do, they will just crumble like a house of cards. Mm. Like, not, not great. That's not great. So the bit that got me, I really can't get over it. So it's the ending. Mm. So you have, um, uh, oh, what's her name? I'd better call her Dane DeVito's wife, but that really doesn't help. Uh, you want to bet the one that played the creator of Barbie? Yes. yes. I don't remember the actress, but I do remember that the name of the woman working on that it, I said from the start of the movie was Ruth Handler. Where, where, where are the blinking blopper blues is her name. It's Rhea Perlman. There we go. Cool. So Rhea Perlman turns up as the founder of, of well, Bob, Barbie and Mattel. Mm. Um, and basically Barbie... Pinocchio's herself, which is your other reference. Yes. Says, I want to be a real boy. Mm. Um, and they have this conversation. So you've just had America Ferrara's big speech. Yes. Which was like on the nose, but like crystal clear what this yeah. message is and what this movie is trying Men to Men have ruined everything for long enough is yes. the message. It's impossible to be a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're always... I mean, you see that with Hollywood casting all the fucking yeah. time. You're, you're either too old or... Yes. You know, you're never old enough. You're never the right age. You're never the right size. You're never... The, da, 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 all that. For as unsubtly it was, I was like, it's true. It's yes. on point. And if you're trying to, to tell this to younger people... Mm. 
yeah, I need a bit more fucking hypodermic needle theory than, yes. than this weird thing. So then, most most young girls will see a uh, what they will perceive as a middle aged woman having an episode. Yes, as opposed to, oh, that's what it is. Exactly. So her spelling gave the message of the show. I wasn't particularly against. Mm. So Barbie basically they go into this like like void mm. basically where Harry and, and Dumbledore go at the end of Deathly Hallows. Like yes, this weird void thing, and. I, I I cannot. I've been thinking about this for two days now, and basically Barbie just says, "I want to. I don't want to be the idea. I want to be the thing that makes the change and and all this stuff." And I'm like, "What is this? Preaching is the wrong word, but like, do you know what the point of the end of this movie was? Like, what the yeah, but Barbie Barbie to, wants to be a real girl. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, she she goes to a place where it is categorically worse for her. Yes, and goes that please." It's. I don't get it, and I, I think that there's there's a, there is a scene in the movie which apparently almost got cut, but Margot Robbie basically put a foot down and said, "Include this or I walk." Right. Um, of her at a bus stop in the real world after things have gone very badly. Yes. Turning around to an old woman. Yes. Who and then and then she says, "You're beautiful," and the old woman has has words to the effect of, "Don't I know it?" Or something yes. like that. Really sweet little moment. Yes. Really like that. I'm glad that th- that remained in the movie. Yes. So I guess if you. If you really wanted to fucking analyze it and go, mm. you know, it, it's not necessarily the ugliness of the world that defines it, but it's yes. the beauty that is found within the ugliness. Right. You know, finding a confident older woman who is, you know, uh, kind of comfortable with who she is and who she has been her entire life. Yes. And owning it is worth everything else. Right. And I'm, I agree with you. I don't think we get there. No. I don't think the movie does that in its final moments yes but i'm nitpicking something that a is not made for me no. b is very much not made for me yes in the sense of it's made against me uh and i'm trying to impose meaning yeah where it is not found if someone could give me a think piece where they've got over the end of the movie not the america for our bit the very overt stuff just mm. that ending where it's like she says i don't want to i can't remember what the idea is but it's something like she doesn't want to be the ideal she doesn't want to be the representation anymore she wants to make the change mm. Just giving me like what, what was what were they trying to achieve? What were they speaking to feminism with this particular ending? Yeah. Also, so I only just kind of realised today, is that they don't square the circle of America for our daughter saying like, "You're Barbie. You're everything wrong with this world. Yes. You are like you know you've been given... you set women's rights back a hundred years. Yeah, you've been giving us all like body dysmorphia basically for the last fifty odd years. Yeah. That. So, so in Barbie's world, the way they're squared off is they are, they seemingly are aware of the real world. That but bit again is a very vague for the purposes of. But don't think about it. Don't think about it. I, I feel like they only did that because they could then front load the first thirty minutes with incredible gags. Like I'm sure the real world's great. Yes, basically, <laughs> and it's it, it's a hellfire. So they they think their perception of what Barbie's like in the real world mm. is. Oh no, Barbie shows but girls can do anything because we've got a Barbie of every type. You know. Yeah. President Barbie, journalist, doctor, astronaut, the works. And it's easy to be a self-insert. Exactly. Sure. Whereas in the real world, obviously, this represents a very, you know, fairly widely held belief about Barbie is that she's problematic and, you know, not good for body image and da 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 I don't feel at some point they come to, like, there's not like a handshake where she goes, oh, I get it now. You're right. Barbie has always been. Now, obviously, that's because Mattel kind of wants that to be the message of like, no, no, we, we, Barbie's not problematic. No, 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 you've got it all wrong. She's only ever been about women empowerment. Like, that's a deeply cynical problem. That's we, needs we've never once marketed Barbie on all the outfits that we that we sell with her, which no. was an extended sequence in the movie. Yeah, so, you know. correct. So I don't feel they really come to a, a satisfying conclusion on that one, where that character vocalises... I get it now. It just basically goes to Barbie world and then goes like, Barbie's cool and I've always liked Barbie and so is my mom. Yeah. Yep. So, could have been a bit more there. Again, I think like, I, I don't know whether that was originally meant to be uh, the Ariana Greenblatt character reconciling with the America Ferreira character and yes. going, it, Barbie isn't this, you know, 
this carbon copy plastic mold that I hate. Barbie is meant to be like everyone, including my mum. My mum's Barbie, and that's yes. cool because I like my mum. Like, and that I think would have been our way to get out of that. Yeah, that, like it, to hate Barbies. I mean, that's strong fucking marketing on Mattel's thing. If you yes. if you manage to get the message, if you hate Barbie, you hate women. That, yeah, that's that's good. Oh boy, I mean. They managed that for the film. I don't know about the doll, but no. if you say something bad about Barbie online, yeah. you're a misogynist. Yes. But that is not necessarily, I think, something that comes across in the movie. That is born out of the criticism of Barbie online, yes. which, as you can imagine, is dreadful. Yes. Like, it is a hole of hatred. Awful. I will say, it's very high praise for the film that to get nitpicky, I'm having to go to, like, meta textual yeah. levels of, like, well, I didn't like... This bit. Yes. This, this specific moment in the feminist theory element of yes. the Barbie movie, yeah. I don't have a full problem with, yes. but I don't have the, I don't have as much, like... No. You know, to get to that point, the movie's already got to be pretty fucking great. Exactly. Like, it's not... Because I, I occasionally come out with these movies with that type of problem, and it can kind of kneecap it. So like, The Wolf of Wall Street has always been... Another Margot Robbie movie. Mm. has always had that problem, because I can never square the ending of, like... But nothing that bad seemed to happen to Jordan Belfort, so this isn't a morality play anymore. It's mm. just like a basically a fucking documentary of oh, just do this, lads. There's very little consequences. I I don't have this problem here. These are like me very much overthinking things and trying to make it all sense. It's my media degree playing up. Yes. Um, if that's what I have to come to to get that, because like I said, I enjoyed it on a shallow level, and that's fine. It not everything needs to be a deep deconstruction of the meta. Like some things could just be. That is funny. Yeah. And that is fine. And you're, you're allowed to have that. And like yeah. you say, it's just nice to have a good comedy back. Right? It's brilliant. I laughed all the way through. Yes. I w- we were very much, like, not the only people laughing because, like, you know, there was a lot of people laughing. Yeah, yeah. But there is a certain age demographic where this does not work for. Does not work for little yes. kids. Does not work for anybody over the age of 40. The last line of this being, I'm here to see my gynecologist. <laughs> and I literally walked out with a dad who'd brought his daughter and I heard the words leave him out. Yeah. What's a gynecologist? gynecologist. Oh, we've got to accelerate. I don't want to hear this. Um, so, yeah, left some, left some questions there to be answered. Yeah, absolutely. You're right, mate. Can I give you a call back in a second? I'm just in the middle of recording a podcast. No worries, mate. I'll speak to you a bit later on. Cheers, mate. Tear up. What were we talking about? Oh, fuck. (laughs) My worry Mm. is everyone trying to copy this and not doing it as well as well, Mattel, Greta Gerwig and everyone else involved here did. Mattel may have that problem with their own properties because yeah. the one that i always see top of the list when they're like we've just greenlit these 10 films is uno and i'm like i i'm sorry lads I, I can't say that there's a movie in uno i'm not sure what it is not everything needs to be a movie yeah you know what i mean like lego work because it was such a broad stroke it was very oh, much yes. like, it could have been i mean and it did play with that it went yes okay here's the star wars cameo batman's the main character yes. we're gonna go to middle earth da, 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 da. it's a whole thing it really worked yes this worked because it 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 lent into the hyper-feminine hyper uh, yes. tropes of the past of the toy to invert it cynically to tell a story about feminism. That's great. I don't know what else works. I, I, I think I'd, I could very much pitch, basically, the Action Man, Action Man movie is basically bro force. That would be fun. That would be dope. Well, this thing, it's like... When will Martin, when will Hollywood learn their lesson? Yeah. Of like, because for every Lego movie, you get ten battleships. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's not that difficult, lads. Give it budget, give it time, give it the right people in the right places, and then leave it the fuck alone. Yes. Like, stop. Again, not everything needs to be a movie, because some things like Battleship are just so... I mean, even then, it can't be that hard to make an interesting action movie out of battleships shooting the shit out of each other. It should be easy, but Why it's... you involved aliens? I don't know, but... Yeah, my worry is that, plus they're going to try and recreate Barbenheimer for at least the next five years. Oh, God. The next year, they're going to be lining up, like, these movies... Because it, it worked, because, yeah, it happened naturally. People are like, isn't it funny, the Barbie movie? I mean, I think we even made that fucking joke. Yeah. Of, like, 
isn't it funny that Barbie and Oppenheimer are coming out on the same day? Ha ha ha! Isn't that funny? Like the double feature to end all time. Like, yep. And and that was very much that was viral marketing that was just. Yep. They allowed that to develop, but then they ran it into the goddamn crap. Yep. Things people did that. People did buy double the tickets. We one of the most successful box office records ever. Certainly the most successful box office weekend for two movies post COVID. Yes. And, you know, it's another movie that's in the Billion Dollar Club. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is, I mean, not that I have to bring everything back to Marvel, but I do. Yes. It's not superhero fatigue. It's good product. Exactly. Like, that. like it's bad, exactly well, it's bad product that. fatigue. Yes. Like, it's not, you can make anything fucking interesting and yes. profitable if you put heart and craft into it. Except Robin Hood. Except Robin Hood. <laughs> We've tried. It didn't work. It did not work. Um. I had to get the list of things that they are now turning into movies because no. this is this is something I want you to know that all of these movies are currently in production at okay. Mattel Films. I'll I'm, give a thumbs up or a thumbs down depending on if I think it can work. Or not. Get, uh, I think they are mostly uh, cat, uh, what's the word alphabetized, but it does start off with they're doing Barney again. Oh yeah, Daniel Kaluuya's gritty <laughs> Barney the fucking dog. Oh Barney the Roadman. I forgot about <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, no, that can't work. Uh, Hot Wheels. No, that can't work. I don't know what American Girl is, but that's also oh, in the works. Oh, yeah, that, that's just going to be a watered-down version of this, so no, that can't work. What is American Girl? Oh, uh, it's more more dolls. Dolls. Big Jim. <laughs> Who the hell is Big Jim? Big Jim. Uh, uh, oh, wow, here's a picture of Big Jim. Well, there's Big Jim. That's another Ken. Okay, yeah. Oh, if they did a Ken Solo movie and Big Jim was the antagonist. Yes, there you go. There you go. Apparently, Big Jim... Uh, Oh, shit. The action figure's arms were made of a soft plastic slash vinyl material and contained a mechanism that simulated the bulge of biceps. Wow. So he's Stretch Armstrong, basically. I mean, I'm amazed the Stretch Armstrong uh-huh. is on this. Chatty Cathy and Betsy Wetsy. That baby wee-wee for the American audience. Possibly. I can't click it. It doesn't have a Wikipedia baby page. Baby wee-wee. Christmas balloon. <laughs> No, this wasn't done on ChatGPT. I also can't click that. No. The Magic 8-Ball. Make I... it a horror movie. Yeah, make it a horror movie. I feel like there's there's like a Jumanji-esque thing in there you could do with that. Yeah. Like, it, it probably shouldn't start from a cynical place of the Magic 8-Ball selling more, but all right, fine, that could work. Uh, Major Matt Mason. Is that G.I. Joe shit, brother? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was an astronaut who lived and worked on the moon, introduced in 1966. No. Uh, they, oh my Christ. So they've actually been trying to make a major Matt Mason movie since 2011. Um, the producers originally tried to get Robert Zemeckis to direct the movie. <laughs> As of 2019, um, Akiva Goldsman was producing. Okay. And apparently they might get Tom Hanks. Oh, why you got to do that, lads? They're all interested. don't know. Uh, Matchbox cars. So, Hot Wheels again. Hot Wheels, but smaller. Right. Polly Pocket. No. They've already got people involved. Would you like to learn about that? Who's in Polly Pocket? Uh, The live-action Polly Pocket film was announced with Lena Dunham set to direct and Lily Collins to star. Uh, I don't know who Lily Collins is, but apparently she was um... in uh, Mortal Bones, apparently. Who am I thinking of? Sorry, Mortal Instruments City of Bones. I don't know who. Is that not... Phil Collins' daughter. Oh, God. If it is, then I have no idea what's going on. She was in the Tolkien movie. Yep, that's Phil Collins' daughter. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. She was in the Tolkien movie with um, your boy. Oh, Uh, Nicole. Nicole, Yeah. Ah, there you go. So, yeah, she's Polly Pocket now. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Uh, Rock'em, Sock'em Robots. No, that can't work. That absolutely cannot work. Uh, apparently Vin Diesel's going to be in it. Yeah, of course he is. Uh, Thomas and Friends, the movie. I mean... I'm not, I can't say a bad word against my boy. No, I, I grew up with Thomas. I did. Yeah. I, I had... I, growing up, I had a pillowcase filled with every single one. Because <laughs> I had... beat people to death. I had, no, no, no. Just, I had no elegant way to store them <laughs> so because I was a six-year-old child. Yeah, fair. All right. So they all lived in a pillowcase. Yeah, mine's in a big bag that looks like a football. Nice. I had every single one. I've still got at home at home, I am home, Yes. at my parents' house, yes. uh, the boxed silver Millennium Thomas train. Good God almighty. Well done. That's yeah. probably worth a few bob. You might want to get that on eBay. I might get five quid for uh-huh. it. Who knows? The You Know movie, which we already discussed, it nope. shouldn't be a thing. Can't work. Um, oh, good God. 
yep. So they've already got somebody attached to the Euro movie. Go on. <laughs> uh, they've attached uh, a recording artist by the name of Lil Yachty uh, to help develop it. Uh, also being eyed for the lead role alongside his label's managers. <laughs> yep, that sounds good. That's going to be That's shit. That's a high quality watermark right there. Only two more, lad. The Viewmaster. The clicky circuit. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. that can't work. They've um, Oh, they've turned it into a virtual reality headset now. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So that's what it's basically going to be. Ready Player One, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the movie is. And Wishbone. What's that? I actually do know what Wishbone is. Is that like Operation? I had a Wishbone plushie growing up. Uh, Wishbone is a TV show that mm. was developed between 95 and 97 about a Jack Russell Terrier who relives fiction. Um, he dressed up, basically it was an excuse to put a dog in costumes to make him look like William Shakespeare and stuff like that. Right. I fucking loved Wishbone when I was a kid. <laughs> Genuinely, I did. Um, have they got anybody attached to this? Yes, they have. Uh, they have a producer and a screenplay writer already. So there you go. Uh, it's the, Wonderful. It, here's a line from the end of the um, film adaptation thing. It will be the first theatrical collaboration between Universal and Mattel. And the ninth Mattel film in development. So, Magic 8-Ball, I'm like, that could work. It shouldn't, but it could. Magic 8-Ball works as an indie horror movie. Yes. That's it. And maybe maybe Action Man as the... Which isn't Mattel, apparently. He must be Hasbro um, as the Bro Force movie. Oh, I I think Action Man is a UK thing. I think Action Man has always just been reskins of G.I. Joe. It probably has been. I don't think Action Man's a deal anymore. I think Action Man got like Action you are Man right. Did, he got discontinued. Yeah, a- Action Man uh, launched in '66 as a licensed copy of Hasbro's there GI Show. Oh, that's a shame. I oh, know it's okay though. Justice for Action Man. Come on, where's the, where's that professor? It wasn't professor. It was Doctor X and Doctor Gangrene. Released the Action Man cut. Oh. <laughs> this well, movie called that out. Yeah, they're never gonna they're never gonna catch that. They're never gonna. Um, they're never going to catch wind of like, no, 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 Barbie didn't work because it was licensed. Barbie worked because all these very specific things fell into place. Mm. You can't easily recreate that. But Hollywood has been refusing to learn its lessons since the 1930s. So yes. like, it's not going to continue now. Yes. And on that relatively sad note, considering <laughs> how upbeat we've been for the rest of this, plug away, Michael. You can go and find me on X. I don't like it. Uh, Instagram on at that Mike going. You can go and find Darren on X and Instagram at the Guthrie. You can go and find the site on X, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. Only these now Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. I'm also on Threads as well. You can go and find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed. In most circumstances, uh, under these now Fowley and T or Fowley and T podcast, depending on the service you're using, and of course go to fansdamon.com for all this and more. Uh, coming up right now over on the website you can probably find depending on which order we do this a review of Secret Invasion that's probably going to be first a lot less energy for that bad boy than for this one Um, coming up I mean I'm going to try and watch Oppenheimer so hopefully we'll have a review of that but right around the corner we have Ahsoka Uh, we have the first of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLCs the Teal Mask Mm. uh, coming up very soon in September as well things pick up again as we get into the autumn because we've got Spider-Man 2 coming We've got the things that have now escaped my mind. <laughs> um, all that and more. I'm sure we'll do pictures at some point. All of that and more over on fairlandentertainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Pop Squad, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.